Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. And my name is Dave. Dave, this is our once-a-year Valentine's Day special. How are you feeling? Happy Valentine's Day. Oh, I'm feeling some type of special, Ian. Some type of special. Some type of special. (laughs) So let me ask you this, not to put you on the spot, because obviously we're a gossip show. So I have to ask Uh you, what did you get? your lady friend for Valentine's Day. See, here's the bullshit, man. My <laughs> my lady friend, her birthday falls a, like basically a week before Valentine's Day. Oh. Then there's Valentine's Day. Then our anniversary is the week after Valentine's Day. Uh, mm. So, man, triple header, just wham, 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 just money, money, money. This year, <laughs> we're cutting back a little bit because we have to save up for something special. Ooh. And- Tease. Yeah. <laughs> that 50 Shades marathon that you're going to be doing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Reenacting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess you can say you never forget any of that, though, right? I mean, it never comes to February and you're like, holy shit, I forgot all three of those. Oh, no. Yeah. I, I can't forget. Even um, the youngest daughter, her um, birthday's also the first week of February. So uh, February is a long month, man. It's an expensive month. The shortest month and yet the longest for you. Yep. My poor bank account month. <laughs> well, look, all I want is for all the haters out there to send me Sherry's berries. That's all I want. <laughs> I better have received tons of fucking Sherry's berries so that when I come on the next show, I can say thank you to all the haters because all I have ever wanted is to eat some of that shit. Sherry's berries. You heard it here. Send him his way. I also want to be sponsored by them so they can just send me them. I'll just do their fucking plugs. Just send me the fucking berries and the cheesecake and all that shit. <laughs> year round. Yes, year round. That's all I fucking want. <laughs> but anyways, Dave, this is probably the fourth podcast that I've done this week. So how about we get the show started? Let's get it going. Scene news time, and we are going to run 
through these. We are going to run through because I don't really care about many of them. No, no, not many. There are a few, but not many. So let's begin right away with Ozzy Osbourne saying that this is going to be his final world tour. But I honestly do think this will be the end for him. And not the end for music, but just touring. Like He is getting way too old to have to do all of that extensive, time-consuming, energy-consuming touring. I was going to say, this guy is old as shit at this point. Oh, for sure. But I will say, I am definitely going to this show. I doubt I will, but (laughs) you'll definitely let me know. (laughs) The only bad part is they're playing with Stone Sour. Ooh. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, but I know, right? (laughs) Your apologies. But yeah, I mean, (laughs) look, I have seen Ozzy probably five times. Oh, wow. Yeah, I want to say... That's a lot. Three times solo and twice with Black Sabbath. Ooh, so... Now let's a little bit of a tangent here, but when was your when did you first start going to shows? I want to say thirteen or fourteen. Okay. Because I remember I was driven and dropped off at shows before I could start driving. All right. All right. Well, yeah, you have a lot more shows under your belt than I do. Let's put it like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've gone to thousands of shows. Lucky. Lucky <laughs> devil. Well, lots of money, lots of time. Blowing off girls who try and buy me drinks. You know oh, how it of works. Of course, yeah. yeah. You know how it works. You know how the big works. shot life. <laughs> but that is also why I feel so weird when we've talked about shows, you know, many, many times. When you go to a show and you see all these parents there now, my parents never did anything like that. And maybe that was because they knew I could always take care of myself. But yeah, they wanted nothing to do with any of that part of my life. Well, my, for the first time, that's a good tangent to go into, too, because my dad actually is interested in the band that I am, and he wants to go with me, but I'm not sure how I feel about it yet. Is that the uh, Spice Girls reunion tour? Yes, it is. Uh, I knew it. T-Swifty? <laughs> yes. Avril Lavigne. Oh, Avril Lavigne. I'd be up for that. He loves Avril, man. Is she touring for, for Sirius? No, no, I have no idea, all, but, I, he, but he seriously does like Avril Lavigne. Damn. That girlfriend song, man, gets me every time. Oh, God damn. Especially during Valentine's Day. Yep. We should play it this episode. Done and done. Insert track here. <laughs> A little weirder news, I guess. The Amity Affliction has parted ways with Ryan Burt, their, I guess, former drummer now. The way they said it was very strange. Now, the band has been plagued with a lot of issues. I mean, all their lyrical content is about issues that the band has had, you know, personally with depression, with touring, with all that kind of stuff, suicide attempts. So it's not really surprising. What was kind of surprising, though, was Ryan, I guess, started when he was 17 in 2008. So he has been with the band for 10 years. That's a long fucking time. That's a long time. And apparently whatever demons he has really mess with him when he has to go on really long tours. And obviously, and obviously being from Australia, when they go do a world tour, they are gone for a long time. And now I can completely understand. They don't go into complete details because they would rather people let him have his privacy and let him do whatever he needs to do to get better, which makes total sense. I'm not surprised, I guess, because, like I said, no. the band has kind of been plagued by this kind of thing. But at least they are very honest with everybody. Yeah, and honestly, I think 
from the covers and stuff that I've heard Amity Affliction come out with recently, um, this band might need a bit of a break in general, I think. It's more than that. It's also their albums. And I was going to bring this up. I was hoping someone at some point would do a hate mail question like that. Like, what band do you think has really fallen off? Yeah, like a band that you really enjoy that is just really dipped in quality. If you ask me that question, the Amity Affliction would be probably on the top of my list. Like, I count that more of a dip than Sleeping with Sirens because they've been doing a steady... Gra- like A steady, yeah. Yeah, you don't expect much out of Sleeping with Sirens. I expect a lot from the Amity Affliction. Yeah. It was like a one album like decline, too. It wasn't over time. I feel like there was one album that kind of took a step off and these covers on like the punk goes and um they had another cover come out not too long ago it was just it missed the mark it was the silver chair one right yes yeah. yes well that's that's what's weird about them is they don't make except for the covers they don't make bad music but they haven't done anything that i would consider original for a long time they have a format that they follow and that's it yeah and they used to be really innovative. You listen to fucking Youngbloods. That's some innovative shit for the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish they would be able to propel that into something else. And it's kind of a shame. I mean, we've kind of gone off on a tangent here. But I would love for this band to take a break and come back and really hit us with something new. Yeah. And that's what sucks. Because me, you and I both know they're capable of much more. So if we had, a, if we had, a, had it our way, I think they would take a little bit of a hiatus. And maybe not the color morale, but I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I like the color morale. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I saw it coming. I will say. True, true. Well, we obviously wish Ryan the best, and hopefully he can, you know, do whatever he has to do to get better because I'm sure his family, his friends, everyone else would be very happy to hear that. For sure. Quick news unearth. Kill Switch Engage and Madball are all working on new albums. I don't know how to feel about any of those, but news is news. <laughs> if it's good, it's good. All right. That's what I say. I'd, I don't know if it'll be good. Well, you're a pessimistic n- negative Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> I get that a lot. You do. And then also, there is a new side project by Wes Borland of Limp Biscuit and tons of other things. I mean, I'm not even going to name all of his side projects. But then also Travis Barker of Blink-182. And I have no idea what it's going to sound like. I don't think anyone does. That's pretty interesting, though, because they are two great musicians. So who knows? But I also wouldn't be surprised if it's like a fucking EDM thing. So I don't know. I know. As I was going to say, I don't know what to expect. And probably no one else does as well. So it's going to be something awesome or so out of the park that we just skip over it altogether. Sure. And that happens. Just like this band that I'm about to mention, the Mars Volta might be getting back together. I am not going to mince words. I think this is a weird week anyways. There's not much that I even want to talk about. I haven't really felt as passionate about music this week as I normally do. There's going to be a few things we're going to talk about in a little bit, which have really like lifted my spirits. But in most cases, Ooh, okay. I haven't. I do not fucking like the Mars Volta. I don't like At The Drive-In, and I don't <laughs> like the Mars Volta, and I don't give a shit if they do anything. I will not listen to their fucking music anymore. It's awful. <laughs> At The Drive-In, so fucking bad. 
Um, but yeah, I don't know who the fuck Mars Volta is, so I'm gonna keep it that well, way. What's their fucking side project? Oh yeah. yeah, fuck that. Fuck it. Yeah, and look, I know everyone's like, "Oh, that's just Ian being negative." I am very rarely that negative when it comes to music. I just do <laughs> not give a shit. I just don't. <laughs> that also brings up another thing that is not worth talking about, and that's that Smashing Pumpkins still can't get their shit together, and there's still a shitstorm between Darcy and Billy Corgan, and maybe e- and maybe even James Eha now. Darcy is running her mouth about how Billy sucks and she wasn't even asked to be part of the reunion. But that's because Billy Corgan's been running his fucking mouth for a long time. And I will say that Corgan can definitely promote. So maybe this is his, you know, wrestling gimmick way of, you know, getting attention and getting people to talk about it, which we're doing. And then they're like, all of a sudden, hey, here's the reunion tour that everyone's been waiting for. I think there's a police person behind me <laughs> yeah they're actually coming for you right now they were very very angry about my mars volta comments <laughs> so i have no idea if people can even hear that or not but i'm tired of talking about the smashing pumpkins until they just get together if darcy's not part of it i'm not going to that tour yeah can we please put the smashing pumpkins now in the category of mcr like i don't want to talk about it unless it's official <laughs> sure we can do two that. weeks in a row. We haven't talked about them. You just brought it up, man. Make it three weeks. You ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> now we're getting into more exciting news here. Friend of the show, Miss Fortune, is right now promoting a brand new single called The Hype You Stole, and it's coming out on March 16. Very, very close. Very, very close. I am really looking forward to this. And like we talked about before, I am very happy that Mikey is back, that he is feeling better, and that he is reforming Misfortune. I still don't know how it's going to work, but this is very, very good news, and I am really looking forward to that single. Yeah, definitely. I think we're both Misfortune fanboys. So Damn straight. Pretty excited for that. Agreed. So, obviously, more on that to come. Now, this one, for when we're recording, this is breaking news. There is a video feed on Attila's Facebook page with Franz saying that Attila is now an independent artist. They are no longer on Sharp Tone Records. Now, they did not mention Sharp Tone Records at all, but they did say they do not have a label anymore, that they don't need a label because they're very business savvy, every single member, and they have tons of connections. And they don't like running things by labels and they don't want to deal with it. So they are now an independent artist and new music is on the way. Yeah, I was going to say there's new music coming. So I'm sure there was some drama going on with that. But I can see them easily being an independent band. They are very um, fortunate in the uh, business field, I think. so. Yeah, Franz knows what he's doing. (laughs) That's for sure. But now here's my question, though. So why not just go to stay sick? That's yeah, I that that makes me wonder. I don't I don't understand that. There must be some contractual thing that they have to worry about if he was to join. But let's not forget a business is separate than your personal thing, so maybe he doesn't want Attila to be part of Stay Sick if something were to happen. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you should just get Franz on the show for us. Oh. I would fucking love it. I would love it, <laughs> but I think I mean 
as cool as I think he is, obviously, I think he would charge to be on the show, and I'm still not ready to buy people to be on the show. <laughs> because really, I don't know if you ever see this, but I get ads all the time for it. I could buy Franzilla audio packs where oh, I yeah. could just buy them and play clips of Franz and put them in music or put them in the intro. Like I could just buy that and have it for the show. How much that run you? It's not that much, actually. I might do it. I've been thinking about it. Fuck it. Yeah, I've been thinking about it. <laughs> I knew it. You'll get surprised sometime. You'll automatically hear something and be like, where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> Won't even be surprised. No, you shouldn't be. <laughs> Fucking love Franz. I love Attila. They're just so fun. I don't care. Sometimes I just want a fun band. Yeah, you're, just, you're ready for them with the featuring the Eskimo Callboy song or whatever it is. The scene? Yeah. Dave, we are the scene. Uh huh. <laughs> That's right. Last up for scene news, we have another friend of the show announcement. Sienna Skies is going out on tour, a whole basically countrywide tour. And they're going Almost. out. Yeah, except for Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Where they're going out with headliner Hawthorne Heights. So it's a kind of weird lineup, but yeah. I have been looking forward to seeing Sienna Skies live for a long time. And I'd imagine they probably go right through your neighborhood, right? They're actually at a pretty small venue, which is going to be pretty awesome. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. So you know I'm going to be going out with Josh and getting drinks. <laughs> that is for sure. Old Conversation wavy. part two? Hopefully while we're both drunk. Oh, yeah. I'll be better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. That's scene news. I don't really want to talk about the other shit. I think that's fine. Yeah, that'll do. That'll do, pig. <laughs> You did it this time. You didn't do it last week. Uh-huh. <laughs> but by the way, maybe we should mention that now. So I didn't get to really you know, thank Lindsay because we weren't sure that was actually going to happen. I actually got a lot of positive feedback from Lindsay's new segment. Yep. And it turned out pretty great, I think. Um, it definitely broadened our conversation up a little bit, you know? Yeah. Three of us going at it, so. No, very true. So once again, the segment is called Lindsay Quit Lollygagging. And that's actually going to be a bi-weekly segment. So it won't be on this week, but hopefully Lindsay will have a brand new topic next week. You hear that, Lindsay? We need a brand new topic new for next topic. week. <laughs> so once again, pressure's on. thank you to her and thank you to everyone that gave us feedback on it. Obviously, like we said, if you have segment ideas, we would love to hear it because there will be no breakdown from the past this week. We are still trying to retool that segment I think we ran through all the bands. Yeah, at least most of them worth mentioning. Right. We still don't want to mention bands that we don't like. Yeah, it's not that fun. Besides the Mars Volta. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dave. We are done with scene news. Let's go on to new songs. New song time, and we begin tonight with Turnstile, I Don't Want to Be Blind. The album Time and Space comes out February 23rd on Roadrunner Records. Let's take a listen.
Now we have Yashira, Redact Flood. The album Shrine comes out April 13th on Good Fight Music. Let's take a listen. Now we have Rolo Tomasi with Aftermath. The album Time Will Die and Love Will Bury It comes out March 2nd on Holy Roar Records. Let's take a listen. Next, we have Tesseract, Luminary. The album Sonder comes out April 20th on K-Scope. Let's take a listen. Now we've got the new one from For the Fallen Dreams. This is 10 Years. The album 6 drops February 16 on Rise Records. Let's take a listen. Now we have Will Haven, El Sol, featuring Stephen Carpenter of Deftones. The album Muerte drops March 23rd on Minus Head Records. Let's take a listen. Next up is Caliban with Intoxicated. The album Elements comes out April 6th on Centrium Media Records. Let's take a listen.
Now the new one from Avoid. This is By Myself. A new EP or album will probably be out later this year on Revival Recordings. Let's take a listen. Now we've got Household, Dark Matter. Their sophomore album, Everything a River Should Be, comes out February 23rd on Equal Vision Records. Let's take a listen. Next, we have Secrets 3, 17, 16. The self-titled album comes out on February 23rd on Made in the Shade Records. Let's take a listen. Now we've got Extinction AD, Secret Worlds. The album Decimation Treaty comes out February 16 on Good Fight Music. Let's take a listen. Now we've got Call It Home, Lanterns. The album Better Days comes out April 10th. Let's take a listen.
and we end new songs with what I believe is a premiere, at least an exclusive, for Ian Hates Music. Friend of the show, Wither Away, have a brand new track called Pandora's Box. They were nice enough to send it over so you can hear a little bit of it. The track is going to be coming out very soon, but if you want to be the first people to know about new Wither Away tracks, go to the link in the description of the episode, witheraway.com. Sign up for the mailing list and you'll be the first to know about anything new upcoming. This is a really great track we're going to talk about in a little bit. So here it is, the premiere of Pandora's Box. Enjoy. Damn, man. New songs are done. Dave, what did you think? Secrets can just take my money. Get in my bank account. Take my money. Get in your bank account? Because that's another good song. Yeah, just get in there. <laughs> get in that bank account. Want. Yep. <laughs> no, I really, really enjoy every song they've put out so far. So good song. that album's just going to be possibly a masterpiece album in my mind. Oh, shit. Well, I will tell you, look. I really like Fragile Futures. Is it Fragile? Fragile. Fragile? Fragile. Fragile Futures, I think is how you say it. Yeah. I really love that album, but I was going through a massive breakup at the time. So that might have been why. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, it was a good album though, man. Yeah. And look, this has been the best I've heard them for a long time. Yeah, definitely. I think they finally figured it out. Um I think they've had like three or four different screamers in that band. So hopefully this sticks. No, very true. But yeah, I mean, when I look at the rest of the list, there weren't as many that stood out to me. But for me, at least, I would say I liked what Caliban was doing. Agreed. Also, Avoid, much heavier than Uh I thought they were going to get. Yeah, That's for sure. That was surprising, and I liked it. Household, they're killing it right now. Oh, man, that's so good. That's my other highlight, yeah. Right. I am looking forward to when that new album comes out. Once again, friend of the show. That was one of the first conversations I ever did. That's back when the old, old co-host was part of it, when I was doing two people doing the interview. Yeah. Uh Yeah, yeah. but (laughs) that that didn't work. But (laughs) household, (laughs) they were great, and I am really looking forward to the rest of this album. They have had, like, it's not heavy, but it's not supposed to be heavy. Yeah, um... It it honestly feels like um, the title track, Dark Matter. Like it's a yeah. dark rock, but not too heavy. It's really weird genre. It is, but they're making it their own, that's for sure. So yeah, very definitely. much looking forward to the new album. Then, For the Fallen Dreams was pretty damn good. Oh, yeah. I was going to mention that one, too. Um, man, I got to say, our next release week, I think, yeah, our next week and the week after... We're going to be the happiest we've been in a long time with all those albums. I hope so, man. But we have some things to go over this week. Some things. We'll get get there. Oh, boy. Yeah, we'll get there. Oh, shit. (laughs) But while we're still on new songs, I did want to mention I really like the Call It Home track. I wasn't expecting that. Yep. What has it been, like four years? 
Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. That's for sure. There you go. And now, before we get to the premiere track that I want to talk about, was there anything that you wanted to say about any bad tracks? I wasn't even going to mention them, so it's up to you. Uh, I'll be easy on them this week. <laughs> there you go. You're so generous. Uh-huh. It's Valentine's Day. I'll be nice. That's right. Well, since it is Valentine's Day, I hope that everyone really enjoyed their special treat, which was the brand new friend of the show, Wither Away track, Pandora's Box. I thought that track was awesome. And if I'm not mistaken, I think that's an exclusive. And that is a premiere because it's not even supposed to be out yet. Yeah. And that song, I really want more. I will say that. That was a really, really good song. And that's what you do with singles, right? You get people interested. So I don't know right now if there's going to be a new EP or a new full length. I don't know for sure. But I will obviously keep people interested. Yeah, I hope so as well. But even if they keep on putting out awesome singles like this, I am fine with that too. Yeah, actually, it made it's gonna make it into my like. I'm keeping a playlist for every like really good song I hear this year because this is my first time being like a full year on the show. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna add you like hope? every song I really really like, and that <laughs> one made the list. Good. There's only 12 songs on the list right now, so. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, I'm harsh. <laughs> <laughs> but that happens. That happens. So after that, I believe it's time, if I'm not mistaken, to go on to our favorite part of the show. Yes, sir. It is album review time, our favorite part of the show. But this week, man, I whew, I listened to a lot of albums, and we cut oh out gosh. a lot. We trimmed some fat, that's for sure. I mean, I bet we listened to 8 to 10 albums, really. Yeah, probably, yep. And the tough part is, like, I like hardcore music. But when yeah. you have hardcore bands to talk about, it ends up being the same thing over and over again. So I like seeing hardcore bands live, and I like listening to hardcore music, but when you've got two bands that basically put out the same thing, it's like, well, what am I going to talk about? Yeah, we're just going to repeat ourselves. (laughs) Yeah. So let's do this, even though I think there's going to be a little bit of repeating today as well. These are still the ones that really captured our attention. So we're going to start out with Stuck Out, You Won't Come Home EP on Grayscale Records, This is an emo, melodic, pop-punk band from Australia. Six tracks. They also have a feature from Jake Wilson of Between You and Me. And now this is going to be a little similar to another pop-punk band that we're going to talk about a little bit later. But this isn't as happy as that. And there really isn't any of that high-pitched, you know, pop-punk, like, you know, Patty Walters style pop punk nope this is more along the lines of like a movements or a canoe pook i think yeah it's like a aggressive or like a dark pop punk almost but even with all that introduction i really enjoyed this and it's only you know six tracks but i still really enjoyed it yeah front to back another australian band stepping up mm-hmm. 
and uh, putting out another great release for us to listen to. Australia's killing it right now. They always do, man. Something There's something in the water out there. Hey, oh, I get it because like surrounded by water. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. But yeah, it's, it's one of those things where, like I said, it's not the high-pitched pop punk. It's more of like, you know, like Rival Town does a little bit of this as well. Yeah. It's more of that it's not storytelling, but they are telling stories through the lyrics. It's just, it's not like Seaway, you know, storytelling. No, it's not no. like she did this and then I did this, but it's a pretty sad EP as well. Yeah. Like what they're talking about. It kind of reminds me of In Her Own Words. I think that's why I like oh, it so much. That's not a bad, uh, that's not a bad way to put it either. Yeah. So yeah, I really enjoyed this. I mean, it might make you sad if you listen to the lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> there is that possibility. But it's just one of those things. They've really got it down. I think adding the melody, adding that melodic nature to pop punk really works for bands like this. And that's what it is. So if you like Canoogle Pook and In Her Own Words and Movements and Rival Town, you're going to like this band. Definitely. And I know I'm going to be keeping this one uh, playing the rest of this week even even longer because this is... a. Uh... Probably on my best EPs list so far. Nice, man. Well, then, what track would you recommend? Um, I recommend Fade Away, track five. Let's do it. So once again, that stuck out, You Won't Come Home EP on Grayscale Records. Next up, we have Winchester, Life Begins at These Dead Ends, and this is an independent release. This is a band from the UK. This is their debut album, nine tracks where one is an instrumental. And what I thought was interesting was that instrumental is like a full song. Yeah, it was. (laughs) And I don't know why they didn't just put lyrics to it, but... That's what they decided to do. (laughs) It's also a three-piece band. Another three-piece. Doing a lot of work together. And apparently this band has not been together for that long, and they already had their full length out. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah, that's pretty damn impressive. And just you know, a little trick that I actually enjoy. Some bands have been doing this. I know we've talked about it in the past. But the title is Life Begins at These Dead Ends. So the first track is entitled Life Begins, the middle is At These, and then the end is Dead Ends. That's perfect. And I will say that is the one of the single best opening songs I've heard in a while. That was a really good song. You know what? I even highlighted that as well because it starts out slower and gives you that real big build. And yep. you're not necessarily expecting the direction that they're going to go in. And a lot of times bands do this at the final track. But this is right here at the beginning, and I think it really sets the tone for what's coming up later on. Yeah, I did a perfect job. I was going to say, for an independent and their debut, like this is like leagues beyond what it should be. Like This is really good. Yeah. No, no, I totally agree. And I think 
they're going to be one of those bands that we talk about. I think same with Stuck Out as well. I think these yeah. two bands are going to be really big. I hope so. Yeah, like we're talking about them when maybe not as many people know them. They are going to mm-hmm. be huge. The only thing that might limit them a little bit is that they're on different continents than us. Yeah, and anyone who wants to look them up, it's Winchester UK. Right. On um I know I'm probably on Spotify too, but yep. I know on Apple Music it was it was kind of tough to find at first. Right. No, that was a very good point to make. But yeah, we didn't even mention. So I would say this is a post-hardcore band that likes to mix in alternative and radio rock. Yeah, I was going to say, there's some radio rock hints, but they do such a good job with it. Like, I would love for this to be on the radio. You listen to the track Line Up, and I think that could easily be on the radio. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But they do a great job of meshing everything together because... There are times that I hear Funeral for a Friend, I hear mm-hmm. Fall Star, yeah. and I hear Slipknot sometimes. Like, yeah. they are all over the place, but you know how sometimes we say, hey, I wish a band would kind of focus a little bit? Uh-huh. I'm actually going to say yeah. something similar for another band later on. For this band, being all over the place actually works very well for them. Yeah, and yeah, I wish, like, they kind of made all these blended, like, bands that we just rattled off kind of made it their own in a certain way like i i know when they come on my phone now because they are different but you almost have you just have to listen to it and listen to the entire album to really get the real perspective of what we're really talking about here no for sure and then they're also doing clean and unclean vocals like i mentioned i did say slipknot i did say funeral for a friend so you're going to expect that a little bit but yeah it's nice to pick out those little hints but this just seems like a very promising band that came out of nowhere yeah, I would. I'd love to see these guys live. Same here. No, I definitely would. And sometimes I don't say that about three-piece bands unless their name is Tiny Moving Parts. Exactly. Or but they're Blink sold out everywhere. So <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I had to throw in Blink One Two in there too because I almost forgot. But <laughs> in general, though, this is a really, really strong debut album, and I hope people get a chance to listen to it. Dave did bring up a really good point there. Surprisingly, Dave, well done. Oh, I know. <laughs> Winchester, UK, <laughs> because there are a bunch of bands named Winchester and you won't be able to find it any other way. So, Dave, let me know what track would you recommend? It has to be track one. We teased it enough. Life Begins. I got you. And your 50 moment just began. Why does everyone want something for nothing from me? Why does everybody run when there's something that I need? I guess it's every man for himself, but I think this time I may need help. Once again, that's Winchester. Life begins at these dead ends, and it's an independent release. 
Next up, we have the band Yearbooks with Peer Pressure, and this is a self-release. Nine tracks. This is aggressive pop punk. And once again, this is kind of similar to before. This is another pop punk band that has more of the gruff vocals, so not the Patty Walters as it is type thing. And I really enjoyed it. There were two vocalists, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I think there is. And I like that they had no problem saying the word fuck and fucking. No. Nope. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta love that. I, I really do. I I wish, you know, there's some bands I think when they throw in that occasional profanity, you know, it really sets them apart in a way. Like they don't give a shit about being on the radio. <laughs> right, right. And I agree. I mean this is just a fun, old-school, aggressive pop-punk band. There's some melodic flourishes or flashes, yeah. if you will. And, yep. I mean, sometimes that's just really great. And I enjoy my listens through this, but I don't really know what else to say. It's just good pop-punk. Yeah, and that's becoming more and more scarce, I think. Good pop-punk. That's why they're still on our list. <laughs> it can be. That is true. Yeah, we have... Skip some pop punk bands, that's for sure. We have. We won't we won't say, but no, we but have. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't skip yearbooks. If you're looking for some new pop punk that feels old school, does it right, I think yearbooks is your answer. So Dave, do you have a track to recommend? Uh track three. G thanks. G thanks for letting me know. <laughs> oh, that was awful. So once again, that's Yearbooks with Peer Pressure, and this is a self-release. We end tonight with the band Good Tiger. We will all be gone on Metal Blade Records. This is an atmospheric rock band? Yeah, it's... I don't I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know what category you want to put this in. Um, I know iTunes is wrong. They have it as heavy metal. Oh, it's heavy. Hmm. Heavy metal. <laughs> I am shaking my head on this one. Well, whatever we want to call it. I think atmospheric rock or experimental rock. I think that's yeah. fine. Ten tracks where the second to last track is an interlude, which I thought yeah. was very strange, the placement of it. I know. It's a weird placement, but I think track ten is so different. Right. That like they had to put something there. I can understand that. Maybe a softer song would have been better, but maybe. But I mean, I would definitely say though, compared to their earlier work, this is a softer album. Oh, definitely. I I wouldn't argue that at all. But yeah, I mean, what is this? This is a sophomore album. Yes. Yeah, this is a sophomore album. So, I like this, but I'm very hesitant on this because. I do like it, and I did enjoy my multiple listens through, but I think this is one of those bands 
that might suffer from the sophomore slump? You know, I think so too, just because I, I felt like only you and I were talking about it for that's one reason. And True. this album, I think it could have been longer and it could have been a little bit more diverse, I would say. Yeah, I agree. And like, I want to say the positives because there's a reason why we chose this to actually talk about. There are plenty of other albums that we had really nothing great to say about. Good Tiger is a very good band. Like vocally, oh God, they're yeah. on point. You know, instrumentally, they're on point. Like this is a good band. The only thing we want to bring up and be honest about is that I definitely really enjoy their first release a lot more, A Head Full of Moonlight. Yes, 2015, yeah. Yeah, I really enjoy that a lot, so maybe my expectations were a little bit higher. But it's like they didn't pull a hundredth, you know what I mean? Like this isn't rare. No, no, no. It's nothing like that, but they definitely changed their sound. Like they made it more focused almost when this is a band I mentioned earlier. I think this is a band that does really well being out there and weird like a band that keeps you guessing. Um yeah, definitely. That's what Good Tiger used to be. I don't hear yeah. that anymore. I I you know, I'm curious to um their, like their previous album, did they have another member or something because there is screaming in that first album yes. and this album there isn't. And I'm not saying that that means the album is bad. I'm not saying that yeah. by any means. You might be right. There might have been I I'm not exactly sure on that because I haven't seen Good Tiger live. So I'm not exactly Ooh, sure. I have. They they did not have I, I saw them live earlier this uh late last year. Okay. Um I will say the the vocalist, I think his name's Elliot, he is a vocal god. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> seriously, like he was sick as hell that night too. Like he would start a song and he'd hear, seriously have to turn around, puke, and like he'd he'd have someone maybe fill in a spot. Wow. He was that sick. But his voice still was the best vocal performance there that night. Yeah, they have great vocals. Like, I'm not saying anything's wrong with that. I mean, look, to me right now, they sound a lot like Artifacts Pareo. And I like, I mean, obviously, friend of the show, I like them a lot. I hear a lot more of that in them now. All I'm saying is, I'm not sure this direction is exactly what I like as much as I liked with their previous release. Yeah, I I will say that there's two or three songs off their previous album that I think are better than, I think it's just a stronger album. Right. But at the end of the day, I'd still love this album. Like I think the tracks that really missed for me was the only one that missed for me was that really interlude track. But, um, the song float on is so damn cool. And it reminded me that it should have been in the movie. It so bad. (laughs) Just because of the word float. Yeah, the, the chorus just <laughs> continues to say float on. No, I got gotcha. you. Once again, not backtracking here. I liked it, but the first thing I thought was, hey, I'm going to go back and listen to their first release, which I did. And I went, I oh, too. shit. Yeah, I was just like, wow, man, this is just, it's not worlds apart. But damn, man, if you gave me the choice, I'm listening to that first one. Yeah, especially their opening track, Where Are the Birds? That's such a damn good song off their old album. Right. So 
look, maybe this is, you know, the direction they want. Maybe they listened too much to people for the sophomore album. They were like, hey, you better focus up and you got to really, you know, clean this up a lot. But I think they're one of those bands that they shouldn't do that. And they stand out a lot more when they don't. Yeah. And I like you just said, too, but I, I enjoy this a lot. It will probably be on my favorites list at the end of the year still. All right. All right. But their previous album still is weighing a little heavier on me than this one. Right. And that's the thing. Like, this won't be on my favorites, but it won't be on my worst either. No, you really got to you really gotta put out a turd for Ian to put you on that oh, list. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, no, this is a good album. It definitely yeah. is. But with how much good music we listen to, we need certain things to stand out more. Yeah, That's definitely. the way I look at it. But look, once again, I would rather go see Good Tiger anytime they come around and see how they are live and you know hear everything because maybe something else will click with me with this when I hear it live. Yeah, you have yeah man, you have got to hear that guy sing. It's yeah. crazy. No, great great vocals, man. Great instruments, like everything is really well done. Just once again, just didn't connect like the first one did. Yep. That's all. So, do you want to play that song float on then? Oh, yes. All right. So once again, that's Good Tiger. We will all be gone on Metal Blade Records. All right, Dave. Well, why don't we talk about the releases for next week? Yes, and I would like to give a little quick mention oh. right here. Hey, oh. The Skinny with Mike and Adam, they did put out a really good, like almost track by track um, review of the new Brian Fallon album. Well, they, they basically broke down his entire album mm-hmm. for like an hour and a half. So Oh, damn. That's another album you guys should probably check out if you're into the Gaslight Anthem. You're going to love that episode they do on the uh, Brian Fallon's new album, uh, Sleepwalkers. Jeez, why don't you just go be on that show? <laughs> because, Ian, I'm not good enough. Oh, no. We're the worst show. No. <laughs> Damn it. I should have known. All right. Upcoming albums for February 16. You ready? I'm re- I think I'm ready. American Nightmare for the Fallen Dreams, Extinction AD, Loathe slash Holding Absence. Oh, a little, a little split. <laughs> Pianos Ooh. Become the Teeth, Senses Fail, The Plot in You, Escape the Fate, I Set to Kill, and Slaves. Ooh, we're going to cover the Slaves album. I think we have to decide on that still. Okay, and I, I'm, I'm going to hate you for making me review an Escape the Fate album. If you had said that 10 years ago, I would have punched you in the face. (laughs) But yes, I think this one's going to be tough. Yes, it is. There seems to be no hype surrounding it whatsoever. Oh, no, not at all. Um, I think that one track alone killed the album. Or two tracks, yeah. No, no, for sure. But there are a lot of really good releases on that list. Now, I will say, I did read one advanced review 
for the plot in you, and they okay. buried it. Ooh. They hated it. Oh, no. It. But I'm not going to believe it. No. I'm not going to believe it because I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah. I, I mean, it, those three songs alone are really good, so. Oh, yeah. I am really looking forward to this. And then also, I Set to Kill. I think this yep. is going to be really interesting as well. I'm looking forward to seeing what direction they're going in. Yep. That'll be a... I'd say there's... I mean, that's a pretty good week next week for the most part. I mean, I think there's like two or three I, I kind of shy away from, but that's it. I think we'll end up getting rid of half of those albums. Um, Yeah, I, I would agree with that. That's going to be my guess. But we shall see. There's going to be a lot of music listening happening. Listening happening. That's what I meant to say, I think. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I'm already tired. This is my fourth show of the week. So, living the dream. Yep, living that dream. All right, but that's why this episode is really going to be shorter than all the other ones because I will not get it out if we don't limit this. All right, we're we're trying our best. We are trying. So, I think next week will be very interesting. We will definitely get to that. Get excited. Check out all those albums so you can play along with us. But for right now. Because we're not doing Breakdown from the Past, we are going to go to Hate Mail. You think we're going to kiss your ass since you get a good review in your magazine? Well, you're mistaken, my friend. Take a self-righteous pleasure, wannabe writer, candy ass pencil. Shove it up your ass! Shove it up your ass, you punk! Shove it up your ass! All right, Dave, it is hate mail time. And for anyone that doesn't know what hate mail is, it's very simple. You send your mail to us. And I'm not saying you go to the post office and you take your mail and then you rechange the address and send it here. That doesn't make any sense, Dave. Don't no. tell people to do that, Dave. That is not what they're supposed to do. They are supposed <laughs> to get in touch with us. Somehow they get in touch with you. Somehow they get in touch with me. For me, the way you do it is you contact me on Instagram and Twitter at Ian Hates Podcast, no S at the end, Ian Hates Podcast, on Facebook, facebook.com slash Ian Hates, and then on Gmail, Ian Hates at gmail.com. Dave, I think you have some way of getting in contact with you. I'm not sure. I even tripped on that. I'm not sure. <laughs> the best way, just you guys would probably comment and blow up my Facebook. Raven. But um, Dave of Doom is the Instagram. So it's my art Instagram. Send in the the DMs there. Give me give me some shit or have, give us a good uh, give us a good topic to rant about. It's Valentine's Day. Sliding those DMs, baby. Uh huh. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. Enough of that fucking nonsense. Let's get to the question. This is from Hater Chris. The question goes like this: It is the last big Warp Tour coming up. So. Go ahead and fantasy book two bands that we would each like to get back together for the final Warp Tour. Now, Dave, I'm going to say right away, that doesn't mean bands that we just want to be on Warp Tour. So we can't yeah. say bands that are already together. It has to be bands that are no longer together that would do a reunion. So hit okay. me with your best shot. All right. One, one question before this, because it could alter my answer. Okay. If it is impossible for them to get back together, meaning maybe some of them died, they don't count then, right? No, they do count. You are allowed to okay, resurrect okay. said members to make this reunion happen. All right. 
then that changed my answer. Ooh. All right. Okay. My first one shouldn't be a surprise. I want Chiodos to come back together. All right. I am I not surprised by that. No, no. You should that one's that one was easy. Second one, now that I know the uh, qualifiers of this event, mm-hmm. um, I'm bringing together scary kids, scaring you kids. You goddamn motherfucker. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it's specifically why I said we were allowed to do that was so I could say that band, and you stole it from me. <laughs> okay, whoa, 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 whoa. Do you want me just to say another one then? No, because now I get to choose two different ones. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. You're, I think you're going to pick my other one. So. Probably. There is a possibility. So, first off, Chiodos is a good call. Though, and sometimes I think it would be great to see drugs back together. At times, yeah. But I At understand. Times. Having having original Chiodos together to do those original albums would be yeah. amazing. And then, obviously, I love Scary Kids Scaring Kids with a love that many, many bands will never understand. So yeah. if I had a chance to see them live, I would fucking love that. So, yep. All right. Well, then that kind of leaves me to say the obvious answer, because I really did think you were going to say the obvious answer, which was right. My Chemical Romance. Oh, it wasn't. No, it wasn't that. Well, obviously, you said your two answers already. <laughs> well, I was I was tossed in between um, Scary Kids and Scary, Scary Kids, Scary Kids and Attack Attack. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I don't think that's happening either. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) But I get it. I get it. So, yeah, I think you have to say My Chemical Romance because even though I do like to go against the grain, you know, and and not go with what other people would want as well, I do love My Chemical Romance. So I would like to see that reunion. Yeah. I think for them to do a reunion, yeah. That would definitely be in my top five. I will say that. So then next for me, it's kind of a tie. Oh, okay. First would be Michael Jackson. Okay. Second would be Whitney Houston. Uh-huh. Third would be Whitney Houston's daughter. Okay. And then Chubby Checker. Okay. All right. You want to throw in Buddy Holly too or? No, I don't. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Doesn't make it. Nope, I don't. And then I also kind of want to get Gary Glitter. And then also lost profits. <laughs> <laughs> Getting the band back together. <laughs> and then they sing rooftops five times, and everyone wonders what he's singing about. Yep. And then him and Gary Glitter do a duet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh. I had to throw in some jokes somewhere. I'm not even sure if we joked at all during the show. So I had to throw in something there. So, no, lost my profits is such a dark <laughs> joke. It really is. It really is. Even though I did mention Whitney Houston and her daughter. Yeah, yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So for serious here, I would have to say funeral for a friend. Okay. You know, their name came up earlier when talking about another UK band. But holy shit, man, I have seen Funeral for a Friend at Warp Tour and they destroyed and they're just one of those bands that is always good live. And even though, you know, they don't want to do this anymore, if you were to reunite people, they'd want to do it. So it would just be very yeah. cool to see a funeral for a friend reunion for Warp Tour. That's all. Yeah. Do you think we'll see a reunion at all? No. From anyone? Nope. No. Well, me neither. Not 
March 2nd's coming up pretty quick. So yeah. we are going to find out all the bands on it. It's a guarantee that the big reunions won't happen. But I don't know. Like People are joking around like, oh, Blink-182 are getting back together. Blink-182 aren't getting back together. I was about to ask you that. I wouldn't be surprised if Blink-182 does Warp Tour. Yeah. That wouldn't surprise me. But no, Tom's not coming back to do it. Tom's long gone. He is. But yeah, I yeah, my chemical romance isn't getting back together. It would be really cool to see from first to last do it with Matt having a new kid, and I, I just don't see that happening. No, I, I I see maybe one date, but that's it. Yeah, they do like the Arizona date or something. Yeah. But anyways, look, there's plenty of time to talk about Warp Tour later, but I think we had good answers there. Yeah, I think we're. I'm pretty confident on my my two picks. <laughs> good, you fucker! You stole it from me. <laughs> All right, Dave. Well, because we have to get this show out, and I have no time to do that, we are ending the show probably when it should be ended normally. But then we always go like an extra hour. Yeah, usually. Yep. So that's how it works. It does. So. Guess what, man? It is time to end the show. All right, Dave. End of the show time. Do that thing you do. All right, guys. I hope you liked the episode. It was a pretty tricky episode, I would say. Um, we enjoyed most of the albums. I want to know what your guys' take, takes were on all of them. Maybe your highlight. Maybe we missed one. Let us know. Hopefully it's not when we cut off and trim the fat or I'm going to make fun of you. Uh-huh. Yeah, check out all Ian's conversation he's cranking out over here. The uh, Synapsis Firing one and Capstan. Mm-hmm. Uh, two very good bands. And I apologize. I felt bad during the Synapsis Firing interview, <laughs> man. He said I thought I was okay and he remembered. Yep, he did. I'm going to do some artwork for him and just send it to him Aww. and have an apology. That's yep. nice. That's what I I'm going to do. I felt bad, man. We can never apologize for our musical taste. That is not the point of the show. No. But nope. I'm sure he would love artwork anyways. Yeah, I'll send some his way. But make sure you guys check that out. Um, tell a friend, as always. Rate and review. We told told you guys how to get in contact with us earlier in the show. So if you don't remember, you probably weren't paying attention. Well, I'll do it again anyways. So yeah, the way to get in touch with us, Dave of Doom on Instagram, correct? Yes, you are correct. And then for Ian Hates, it's Instagram and Twitter at Ian Hates Podcast. Once again, no S on there. Ian Hates Podcast. On Facebook, facebook.com slash Ian Hates. And Gmail, Ian Hates at gmail.com. Now, there are a bunch of announcements. Not only was that great synapses firing with Sean Dowling out for, I think, a week and a half, somewhere around there. Yeah. Which was a very long form interview, which I loved. Sean was so open about everything. It's really a lot of fun. Make sure you check that out. He's definitely going to be on the show again. I really liked how he always called you Ian Hates. I really like that too because that's how I talk about myself. <laughs> that's my character. So it makes sense. Yep. People should call me Ian Hates. But also, I just released the brand new Ian Hates Music Conversation Edition or Ian Hates Conversations Music Edition. There we go. They're way too long, these titles, but it's branding. <laughs> it's branding, Dave. Yep. So... <laughs> I just released the one with Joe Mabry 
of the band Capstan, and I had announced that last week, and I got it out for everybody. They are on tour right now with Idola. I really enjoy talking to Joe. We love In the Wake of Our Discord. Yep, definitely. So make sure you go see them live. And then also, here for the first time, I am going to make the announcement. The next Ian Hates Conversations Music Edition, see, I got it right there, is Evan and Kyle of Eternal Void. Ooh, it's a good one. We reviewed uh, a ton of their stuff. We have been talking about them pretty much almost every week, I want to say. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, and this one's a really fun one. Lots of jokes thrown around. I want to remind everyone that the deluxe reissue of the album Catharsis is coming out on March 2nd through Tragic Hero. I have been able to go through it again. I remember listening to it in 2014. But then also, because they just signed with Tragic Hero, all of their music is offline. You can't get it on Apple. You can't get it on Spotify. You can't get it on YouTube. Only the singles. So there's a really interesting story about that. They talk about a lot of stuff in there. You're going to really enjoy it. I even I'll, I'll give you a little tease. I even joke around about the Machine Head album. Ooh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so All there's right. your there's your tease there. Perfect. And then also a ton more. You are not going to believe the conversations that are going to be coming out. Not to mention, I wanted to not saturate everyone with Dawson Schultz, but I still have part 3 of our conversation where he goes track by track through places. Uh-huh. But because I just released the first two so quickly, I wanted to save this one. So that one's also coming out soon too. So don't sleep on that as well. And then I think really last of all, it's something that we didn't mention last week, I don't think. I want to remind people that the Kickstarter for Crazy 88 is still going through February. They are right now, I think, about 70% funded to get that yep. full-length album out there. So help friend of the show, Lauren Babick out, obviously... Jared Alonji and Patty Walters are in that band now, too. They have that awesome single, Shinebox. This is going to be amazing. And don't forget, if you want me to get a track named after Ian Hates, you got to help me out because I got to somehow put together 700 bucks. <laughs> I want that, though. I want it so yeah, bad cool. for the show. I really do yep. because that album is going to be huge. Yeah. For it to raise as much money as it is right now, that's a sign that's going to be huge. Oh, for sure. So get in touch with me, and we'll figure something out. If I do get that perk, that means I can do giveaways with all the really cool other swag. Because when you get a perk that is that high, you get all the other stuff too. So that means t-shirts and hoodies and like that kind of shit I can end up giving out on the show. Yep. So think about it that way. Yeah. It's marketing, it's promotion, it's great stuff for you guys, so think about that. So, I think that's enough announcements. I gotta shut up so I can finally finish this episode. Dave, do you have any final words for everyone? Don't be a dick, especially on Valentine's week. Aww. And I will leave you, the way I always do, long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. So goodbye to
You're the road. 